Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. If you enjoy this episode, we'd love it if you could rate, review and subscribe. Thank you. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your Pool Agony Aunt. I'm here to tackle your emotional issues and dispense the tough love that your friends are too polite to give. On this week's Dear Viv, when a friend lets you down and you don't know where to turn. Dear Viv, I recently had an almighty, irrevocable bust-up with a friend. I won't go into details, but she has wronged me in several ways, almost lost me a lot of money and been incredibly selfish and rude. Worst of all, she considers herself the victim. A week ago, I might have been willing to hear her perspective. I'm certainly no angel, but she really has behaved appallingly and been willing to sacrifice everything I hold dear and I never want to see her or speak to her again. But what do I do about our mutual friends? Our friendship group is quite small and mostly involves us hanging around my friend's flat. There's usually a lot of booze involved, which is fun until you have no inhibitions and are really angry. We've had fights at these before. I don't want to poison my friends against her because that seems unnecessarily bitchy, but I can't emphasise enough how much I never want to see her or speak to her again. Is there any way I can keep the friends who value me without giving them a me-or-her ultimatum. Sincerely. Oh, my gizzy aunt, your friendship group sounds hilarious. Please can I come round and get really drunk and shout at everyone and then start crying and lock myself in the downstairs toilet. I'm having flashbacks now to my own life in shared flats. Your letter has given me post-traumatic stress disorder. Seriously, though, what is going on here? This isn't healthy, and you know it. Even though the pattern of behaviour you suggest is totally normal and common and ordinary and it's what everyone is doing at a certain age, there is no use in pretending that it's any good for any of us or that we're being our best selves when we get caught up in this kind of thing. (laughs) So I want to ask you to take a bit of a step back from this problem with your friend and look at the circumstances surrounding it all. I wonder how much of this is a problem with this specific friend and how much of it has grown up as a result of the friendship group that you're both in. What I'm saying is this, if it hadn't been her, it could so easily have been someone else. I think this is possible. I can even picture the group dynamic here. It's centred around this flat, it's centred around this one friend, and it's heavily centred around alcohol, and I'm guessing weekends or at least weeknights when people don't have much on at work the next day. Things get out of hand easily, everyone drinks too much, people say things they regret. 
Basically, it's all a bit toxic, but it feels cosy and comfortable because you've got into a habit with it. It must feel hard to break this up, but it sounds just as hard to continue now that you've got into this specific situation with this one friend. I think you know there's no easy answer here, and I'm guessing that by the time you hear this, you'll have cobbled together some kind of solution anyway. But I hope that in writing it down, you realised how silly it all sounds. It almost sounds like something out of the mafia. I won't go into details, but she has wronged me. I never want to see her or speak to her again. I mean, these quotes are not far off the sort of language on Donald Trump's Twitter feed. I'm not denying that you've been wronged, although you don't go into detail, as you say. I'm sure you have been wronged, and it's always especially annoying when money is involved. But this does look like a situation that anyone else could have seen coming a mile off. It sounds like an accident that was waiting to happen as soon as anyone had had enough Jaeger bombs. Maybe the only surprising thing is that it didn't happen sooner. So I'm going to say what I often say here on Dear Viv. Is this what you really deserve? Do you really deserve to have friends who borrow money and don't return it and leave you feeling so angry? Do you deserve friends who argue with you when you all get rat assed Do you deserve a group of friends where no one takes your side when someone hurts you badly? I think and hope that you know you deserve better than all this. A group of friends who have more than alcohol in common. Friends who know better than to borrow money because it's only asking for trouble. Friends who know when to say sorry to take the heat out of something. I think you already know, actually, that you're asking the wrong question. The question is not, how do I cut this person out of my life but still hang on to all our mutual friends? The question is, really, how do I move on from this group? I know you'll be really angry to hear that and you'll be saying, why should I lose my friends just because of this one idiot person? But I really want you to look outside of that. You haven't described to me a situation where your life is enhanced. You haven't described to me a group of people who are really making you happy. Even if you do break off from this one friend, everyone else you know still trusts this person and wants to hang out with her. What does that say about them? Are they really the people you choose as your closest mates? I think with this question, you're hiding in a way from a bigger dilemma. You don't have a problem with this one friend. You have a problem with all your friends, or at least with this one group you've been hanging out with. The most important question we have to ask ourselves about any friend is this, and I'm constantly telling my own children this. Does this person make me feel good about myself? When I've spent time with them, do I walk away energised with a warm feeling inside me? Do I feel like the world is a better place when I'm with this person? If you can answer yes to any or all of these questions, you have found a true friend. If the answer is the opposite, this person makes you feel inadequate, sad or lacking. This person makes you feel like the world is a miserable place. This person drains you of energy. Well, then, my friend, you have not found a friend. You have found a frenemy. And frenemies are like misery. They love nothing better than company. These friendships are, by the way, nothing to beat yourself up about. They all pop up in our lives from time to time. 
But once we've noticed them, we have to make an effort to eliminate them as they're very draining and they can leave you feeling trapped and depressed. The other thing going on here that's really common, so again, please don't beat yourself up about it, is being a bit in love with the drama of the situation. This is another common feature of frenemy friendships. You know the scenario. It's like a couple who are constantly having arguments because the makeup sex is really good. There's something a bit perverse about these mean friendships and nightmare friends. They always give us good stories to tell other people about. They make us feel like we're important. They make us feel like we're part of some big, exciting story. The reality is this. The storyline is always negative. It's always part of some melodrama where you're all taking turns to be the hero and the victim. Ultimately, this kind of friendship is devoid of meaning and is extremely draining. It works well in a soap opera, but in real life, it's something that should be avoided at all costs. It sounds to me like everyone involved in this situation should be marched down to the nearest yoga centre and made to meditate and read some Buddhist texts. I'm only partly joking. (laughs) I'm not going to get all puritanical on your ass and suggest that you need to cultivate friends who are teetotal and become a model of sobriety. But I do think you need to take a time out from this situation and think about some habits that would be healthier for you mentally and physically. If you made new friends, what kind of things would you like to do with them? Are there any new places you've been meaning to go for a while? Are there some people at work you could ask out for a drink? And yes, you may have a drink, have several, but just don't have so many that you start offering to lend money to people and then have arguments about it. It's very easy to get caught up with a group of friends who are not bringing out the best in you. We've all done it. But as soon as you notice it's happening, there's no excuse for staying in that situation. As they say, awareness is curative. So now that you're aware that this is all a bit toxic, offer yourself a cure and a get out. Find some new ideas of things to do. Let go of your anger with this one friend. Give that friendship group a rest for a while. Who knows, with this change coming from you, Maybe they'll all realise they've been a bit over the top and things will calm down a bit and you can get back together over some chamomile tea and talk about the path to enlightenment. In summary, dial down your anger. Let go of friends and habits who aren't adding anything positive to your life and resolve never to lend money to a friend ever again. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon and sign in to thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we we'll see you there. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.